Welcome to Caring Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. We are here, episode 99. Absolutely insane. So exciting. And I'm just really excited because I'm feeling the vibes in my own life right now. We are recording this. New moon just happened a a few days ago. Eclipse season is ending. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling that fresh energy. I'm excited. Again, if you listened to two episodes ago, you know that I've been moving through a massive transition in life. Sounds like I'm transitioning. I'm not gender transitioning. I just mean I'm moving through like a personal transformation. <laughs> um, so I'm just feeling really good and really excited about life and what it has to offer and where I'm choosing to move with it. So let's just jump right in and see what this conversation has for all of us. And how's it going? How are you feeling? Tell me all the things. Hey, I. I'm doing great. I have a massive smile on my face because I am also in this newfound energy. Like I, I do feel like I went through a transformation myself in the past little bit. And it's so funny because last night I went out for a walk talking about the moon. I looked up and I'm like, oh, look, it's crescent moon. And immediately I thought of you. <laughs> so it was, it was so nice to kind of be present in that energy, knowing that there is this huge transformative energy behind us all. And then now us actually being in it and moving through that transition, because I don't know about you, but I'm I'm sure you would agree, but I'm like in the middle of moving through it. Like if anything, I I feel like I'm on the other side because it's almost like I can look, look over my left shoulder and just see where I transform from. Like it's, it's such a cool feeling. I love how you said it's so nice to be present in the energy as we transition and you feel like you're on the other side because I honestly, I had this thought right before we popped on our call today because every once in a while I think, you know, what do I want to share? What do I want to talk about? And what you just said is kind of what had popped up in my mind earlier. And it's this idea that, you know, When we have those breakthrough moments and we learn a lesson, you and I have talked a lot about, okay, how do we integrate it? How do we embody it? And we kind of forget that aspect of it. And it's so easy to fall back into that worry, that fear, that doubt, whatever's popping up. And so I'm truly remembering and I'm so much more aware and quicker to reminding myself to be present in the energy that I choose to be in. And I Mm. think that's the main lesson and takeaway that I have right now is 
it can feel like we, again, like I'm not perfect. So it's easy for my mind to move through those doubts. And I actually had a moment when I was at the park the other day where I was walking and I wasn't present. And all I could just hear was my mind saying like, okay, so if I work on this project and if I do this thing, then I could get clients here and I could have money coming in, in this source. And I was just thinking about like, planning in a sense, like what can I do to take action to gain more clients, to receive more abundance and to grow my business, which then of course grows me as an individual. And I took a moment and I was like, Sydney, having these thoughts move through my mind is not supporting me right now because right now I'm not physically taking action. I'm here in the park where I want to enjoy this energy right now. And so I really took a moment to acknowledge where my thoughts were coming from. They were coming from a place of worry and wanting to control the situation. So I took that second to accept that, to breathe through it and to bring myself back to the energy of reminding myself, hey, I'm safe. I'm allowed to enjoy this moment because I'm doing everything that I need to be doing in my life. And what I need to be doing right now is be here, present, and accept this energy. And then I ended that quick little grounding practice with just saying, God, source, universe, I'm listening. If you have a message for me to bring me clarity and support, I'm listening. And I did all of that. Like I had stopped on the trail so I could be really present. And I opened that space up and then I continued to walk and I turned the corner and there were six male deer and the male deer is a stag and the stag says, trust and thrive. And I instantly was just like, because I chose to be present in that energy through this transition, I received all the clarity and support that I needed to remind myself, Hey, I am safe. Wow. That's so beautiful. Okay. I have a question because the way you were speaking in regards of the worry and the control, like all those thoughts that were coming in, the the intrusive thoughts. So uh, it's funny because I've had this happen to me in the past, but I don't see it as worry or control. I see it as creative thoughts because usually when I'm in or doing something that I super enjoy, like, you know, walking in the park or going out near water, like anything like very similar along of what you just did. And I, I get those natural thoughts coming in and it's almost like I intentionally put myself in an area where I know I'm going to receive that. So I would like to know why you see those creative thoughts as worry and control. Because to me, they're not creative thoughts to me. And I think this is where learning about who you are and what you receive and what you move through is really important because what I experience, it can be completely different for you, right? So for me, it's in those moments that I know those thoughts aren't creative because I have learned to understand the difference between my ego voice and my spirit voice. So Mm. my spirit voice, when I receive a creative thought, it's so calm. It's so clear. It's definitive. And it's just like, this is it. That's all. And there's nothing else. Like the thought process doesn't continue. Mm. It's like one sentence or two sentences and that's it. And I go, oh my gosh, wow. And then I quickly grab my phone and I type out what that message is. So I don't forget it later on. 
But the difference is, is that my ego voice, ego evolves as we evolve. So the voice gets a lot smarter. So it doesn't sound like worry, right? So it's not like my thoughts are saying, how can I make money? Where's the money coming from? What's going to happen? My ego is saying, okay, I have to do this. And then I have to do that. And I have to make sure that this is done. And I have to do this. And I got to make sure that I do this as well. And then if I do this, that will hopefully bring, like, there's just a lot of this, 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 this. And for me, I've learned that having that list of thoughts of all the things that quote unquote have to be done is not supportive of me, especially when I'm in a position where I'm not actually taking action on any of those tasks, right? right? I believe like your life is happening right now. So if you're constantly in the thoughts of all the things that you need to do, you're missing this moment. Right. So for me, it's not that it's worry in the sense of like it's stressing me out. It's simply that I know those thoughts of listing all the things that need to be done. They come from a place where my worry and my doubt originate. So if I were to dig deep, deep, deep down into those thoughts, they're truly being they're truly coming forward from a place of worry to try and make sure that I'm taken care of in the future. Right. So in that process, it's not about me saying these thoughts have no place. It's about me saying, Hey, I hear you. I hear that you have like this list of things that you believe needs to be done right now's not the time for me to focus on this. And I know that deep within the reason why my mind is filtering and filtering and filtering is because I believe deep down that I'm not safe. And I have to think about all of these things in order to lead me to a space where I am safe. It truly comes from that survival mode. And so I sit there and I remind myself, hey, Sydney, you're safe. You don't need to think about all these thoughts right now. There's a time and a place to make sure that you are planning and you are taking action on the things that need to be done. But for me, I don't do that when I'm in nature. When I'm in nature, I want to connect to my spirit. I want to cleanse my body. I want to get that uplifting feeling within me so I'm inspired and motivated to then go home and think of the list and figure out what am I taking on? What am I taking action on now? What do I need to take action on tomorrow? So does that kind of explain it for you? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that I asked because yeah, I, I see that completely different in, in my mind because, you know, I don't know what's going on in your mind. I don't know how those thoughts are coming forward, but I know for myself, when I do have thoughts of like ideas, for example, for me, those are very creative thoughts. So I like to take a notebook and start jotting them all down. Cause I'm putting myself in that creative vibe, but it's a very, it was a very different thought process. And I'm glad that I, I got you to further elaborate because, it just goes to show that even though they are creative in that sense, like where you can be making your money opportunities, it's not that it's not creative. It's you didn't want to hear it right then in that moment. And I think that is so important to acknowledge because there's always a time and a place for those thoughts to come in. And whether we dismiss them, whether we um, completely deflect them or whether we accept them, it's 
what are we doing in that moment of how we're dealing with those thoughts that come forward? Are we deflecting them? Are we accepting them? Are we trying to reframe them? And again, it's, it's super dependent based off of what we're doing. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very glad that you, yeah, elaborated on that. Yeah. And and for me, I, I don't think like for me personally, I don't think that they're creative ideas. I truly believe that when I'm in that space, especially the one, like this situation that I'm referring to in specific, they're not creative ideas because no, not for you. (laughs) Not exactly. That's what I'm saying. For me. Yes. (laughs) And so it's, it's like, cause for me, if I want to connect to creative ideas, for me, it's, it's the intentionality behind that. Like I, I don't want my thoughts to control me. I want to be mm-hmm. able to control my thoughts. So even if I'm desiring creative ideas, I'm not necessarily like odd time. I might get the odd message from spirit that goes, Oh, Whoa, that's awesome. And then, yeah, I jot that down. But for me, when I get those kind of like intuitive hits, I would call them, or those Mm. knowings or those gut instincts or those nudges that just pop out of nowhere. For me personally, it's not the hamster wheel of thoughts. It's not like idea after idea after idea after idea. It's like one clear idea. And then if I don't catch myself, I can easily quickly shift into that ego mind where then all of a sudden I am thinking, okay, well, how would I take action on that? How would I move that into that space? How would I? And I've just learned that leading from that ego mind of just thinking, thinking, thinking when I'm not intentional with, I have a journal, I'm going to write this down. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of those things that I kind of, I hear it and I'm like, that's exciting. I'll jot the idea down. And then later on, if I want to dig into it deeper and kind of figure out, okay, where is this idea coming from? Am I actually connected to this idea? Do I want to see what the first couple steps would be if I were to take action on this idea? Do I think that that bigger picture future version of this idea is really connected to where I'm leading? That's something that I do completely separate, right? So it's just- I guess really what it comes down to is figuring out like what you want to use your energy for and how you move through your day and what works for you. So totally. But I, I love how you kind of reiterated everything because it was the, the way that you've explained it. It makes it makes a lot more sense in terms of where I was confused with the worry and the control it, and what it sounds like if I want to if I can kind of paint a picture for our listeners to um maybe better understand. I'm sure everyone understands what you're saying, but I think understand the process that you're going through. And the process that I'm understanding is that when you get ever, when you, whenever you get into like a cyclical, um, cycle of thoughts, whether they're positive or negative, you're, you're stuck in this like thought process, this thought chain and that hamster wheel of effect is essentially taking control over you because the thoughts just keep coming in and they keep coming in, they keep coming in. And then, yeah, they go out, but then they come back and they go out and they, like, it keeps going over and over again. And the space that you're in is you're being very intentional of how those thoughts are coming in and why those thoughts are coming in, because you're relating then those thoughts to your actions. And then here we are speaking about alignment, right? Your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions all need to be in line. You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path but you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. 
In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. If one of them is off, you're going to feel off. And it's no wonder when those thoughts are coming forward, when you're doing something that the thoughts have nothing to do about, you're like, yep, that's off. And it's, it's, it's neat to hear, um, to have heard you express yourself and really explaining that process because you're able, you've been able to find a way to really debunk and break down that hamster wheel. So it's no longer a wheel. It's more just, um, yeah, it's just, it's no longer a wheel because you're, you're wanting to, again, regain control. But as soon as that wheel comes back, that's when you're out of alignment. That's when you're out of control and the thoughts just keep rolling on in. Cause right. That's what, that's what wheels do. They keep rolling and rolling. And I'm really glad that you brought the hamster wheel visualization back in, because that's exactly what I've learned is that if I let the hamster wheel just kind of move on its own, and I let the thoughts just keep cycling and cycling. Like you said, they might start off at the beginning being supportive thoughts, and it might be like interesting things to listen to. But if I'm not aware and present and truly listening to them, as the hamster wheel goes, it's almost like more hamsters get on the wheel, more Mm. thoughts come in. And when we're not present and aware, it's that that pattern of the thoughts just moving and moving on their own. It's really easy for thoughts to be triggered and for those old limiting thoughts to pop back in. And they might sound different than the way that you've recognized them before. So for me, all of a sudden I'm thinking about these ideas and then it goes okay, well, what if that doesn't work? What if I'm not able to do that? What if it doesn't resonate with other people? What if I do, right? So then that doubt Mm. creeps in because I'm thinking like, okay, here's a step, here's a step, here's a step. And then my mind starts throwing in all those doubtful what ifs and those worries about the future and that fear of lack. Like those are massive triggers for me. So That's what ended up happening on my walk. I definitely started from a very creative space of like, ooh, this would be really cool. That would be nice. Interesting if I were to take this direction, then I could do that. So it did start in that creative way, but my limiting thoughts were triggered, hopped onto the hamster wheel, and I didn't even notice that they were also cycling through. So for me, that's where I have to be like, wait a second. I don't need these thoughts cycling. I don't need the hamster wheel to be moving on its own, letting anyone enter um, that wants to. Yeah, of course. And I I love how you kind of put that visualization on it. It's like more hamsters are hopping on. And it's so true because the thoughts, they will start moving on their own as long as you feed into them. And what I mean by feed into them is 
don't acknowledge them because if you don't acknowledge them, it's almost like you're, you know, you see it with the corner of your eye, but it's like, I can see you, but I'm not really looking, but I know you're there and they keep coming because you've kind of created that level of awareness. But if you're creating the level of awareness, when you are so stinking present, like in the, in the now, like in in your walk, you're sitting here, you're there for you. You're not there to be in the creative vibes. If you can create how and why you're being present. So like, again, that in that uh, purposeful action, creating that intent, it's, it's so much easier for you to then acknowledge and then dismiss or ignore those thoughts that come in. Because if you're not present with whatever that task is that you're doing, those thoughts are going to keep rolling in. And it's a matter of being in control of our thoughts, but how do we do that? Well, we have to be in, we have to be in control of what we're actually doing. So if we're not setting that intention with what we're physically doing in the moment, then how could we be mentally in control of those thoughts. It's, it's not possible. And that whole idea of, again, being present and aware, um, I guess not even aware, just being present it's by being aware, right. By being aware of where you're at, by being aware of what you're doing, by being aware of what you're thinking and without any of that awareness, it's going to be a lot harder to be present. And it's going to be a lot harder to catch yourself from going down those hamster wheel of thoughts. Cause they're just going to keep rolling in. Yeah, exactly. And and that's when we fall into that autopilot, right? Like when you're doing a task that you do all of the time and you just, you're, you, you trust your body to take over and like run you through that task. So you're not conscious and present. That's when the mind Mm -hmm. takes control. Like when you're doing the dishes, you don't need to think about doing the dishes. So then if you're not careful, your mind is going to run in a different direction. Honestly, for me, it's the same as driving, especially if I'm driving a route that I've done many times, it almost feels like I'm on autopilot. Like my body just knows what to do. And Mm -hmm. so if I'm not careful, my mind can just take over and start creating this storyline of thoughts that I don't even realize are pulling me into an energy that doesn't feel good. Now, have you ever, I have to ask you this. Have you ever gotten to the point where you're driving and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm driving. (laughs) Or like you get home or you get to the destination and you're You're like, like, wow, I don't even remember like half of that drive. Isn't that scary that like that? It's so scary, but it's, it's also like, I think the most proof that we could use to give the example as what it means to be on autopilot, because most of the population we drive. And I know that we can all relate to that feeling of how did I get here? Oh yeah, I'm driving. That just literally goes to show that if we're not present in the action that we're doing, those thoughts are going to keep rolling in, rolling in until all of a sudden, and oh yeah, now you're aware because you're focused on what you're actually doing. So I love that because your mind can wander. Now I want to kind of veer direction just a little bit, but it's still along with what we're talking about. And it's the idea of emotions. I want to bring emotions into it. So very similar to the things that we're doing and the things that we're thinking, it goes off of that whole alignment piece. Now there's also those, that emotional connection as well. And I said this before in the past, it's when emotions are high, intelligence is low. And it kind of goes on with this whole thought thinking process, because when our emotions are so high, whether it's we're angry or whether we're super in love, we get ourselves into this literal temporary state of insanity. Because when our emotions are so high, our logic, our logical mind, our logic brain literally 
shuts off. It forgets how to react. It forgets how to do, it forgets how to, how to do anything. So it kind of puts you in that outer state of awareness because you're now floating with that heightened emotion. And the reason why I'm bringing this forward is because I've experienced the complete opposite of what I have been experiencing for so long of my life. And that's a, um, like a, a positive heightened emotion. And it's, you know, catching the feels, <laughs> catching the feels when, um, well, to kind of bring it back to the drawing board here, um, in terms of where I'm even going to take this conversation. So Sid and I have been chatting for a while. We've been single for a while and we've both been, wait a second. I'm going to interrupt okay. you. Yeah, you say we've ahead. been single for a while. I've been single my entire life. You've been okay. single a year. <laughs> little <I'm different>. <laughs> and here's me thinking that that's a long while <laughs> i'm like tack 30 more years onto that and then you'll catch up to me <laughs> oh that's hilarious okay well i've been single for a year you've been single for more <laughs> that's so funny and i'm i'm now starting to get back into the whole dating realm of things and Um, There's this one particular individual that I've been seeing quite often and I'm noticing those feelings, those butterflies in your tummy are coming forward. And it's so funny because I was able to relate those emotions based off of the negative emotions that I was always experiencing in my past. I say always, um, I should say most of the time, I should never say always or, or never. Most of the time I was experiencing those, those negative emotions. So when I was kind of thinking about that emotion, I started to actually feel it. I started to really think, okay, like why, why am I feeling this way? What, what thoughts are kind of going through my mind? And it was the stories that I was creating in my mind, right? The stories of, oh my gosh, like this would be amazing. This would be so fun. This could work. You know, we could make it work together. We could do this together. We could do that. And it's, and then all of a sudden the feeling gets stronger and stronger and stronger because I was not fully aware of those thoughts. I mean, I was hearing them, but now thinking back to it and based off of this conversation, it's no wonder the feeling kept getting stronger and stronger because I was no longer in control of my logical mind. My emotions were starting to take over. So again, it, it goes to show like in a, a completely different regard that even though um, we're doing something, if one of those things are off, whether it's our thoughts or our feelings or our actions, some, something's going to feel up, something's going to feel wrong. It's not necessarily, I shouldn't say wrong. It's something's going to feel different. And for me, that's what felt different because my thoughts were going off because my emotions were getting heightened. <laughs> I love this so much because literally what you're taking in my mind. So I'm going to try and connect the dots if it's not obvious for everyone else, but in my mind, it sounds exactly what I was just saying, except different, obviously, because you're talking about emotions and I was simply Mm -hmm. just talking about thoughts, right? But ultimately what we're both saying is if we're not aware of our thoughts, our thoughts usually are never about this present moment. If they're about this present moment, that's because we're aware and we're here in the present and we're recognizing what's happening right now. But when we're not paying attention to the hamster wheel of thoughts, we're either thinking about the past or the future. And it could be good or it could be bad. But no matter what, whether it's good or bad, 
we're thinking about something that we have no control over because you don't have control except for in this present moment with how you choose to show up and experience this moment. So it's really Mm -hmm. interesting that you were able to recognize that because for me, my thought pattern triggered my worries and doubts for you, your emotions, that heightened emotion triggered the thought pattern, the, the, the old thought pattern of what's the story, like what could happen, where could this lead? Mm -hmm. And because you're in a good emotion, it feels good to continue to create that story. Yes. But then hence why the feelings keep coming. Exactly. Because that's why we want to keep creating the stories because we want to keep creating that feeling, which then is ultimately leading you out of your present life and you without realizing it, you're creating expectations of how you Mm -hmm. want to experience the future. And you think that you're in control because you're in control of the story in your mind. Yet that other person may not behave in the way that your story is. So when you get to that future moment, you might not actually feel the emotions that you just created right now. 100% because they're all related to that story that we've been telling ourselves. Wow. I'm so glad that I kind of veered because it really does correlate with what we're talking about. And you said something so good, Sid, like I had to write it down. Thoughts Thoughts are not about the present. But you know what is about the present is the feelings. I I firmly think so. I firmly think that the feelings and the emotion are about the present because if something were to happen, like physically in our world, not not from our thoughts. So let me, let me reframe that. So the feelings that we feel from a thought, no, those are not being, those are not coming from the present, but anything that we feel in the present moment based off of something external that had happened to us, that is us being present because we can realize, Hey, that doesn't feel good. Or Hey, that does feel good. And the way that I've kind of um, broke it down for my clients is I've, I've told them there's three states of emotions, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. That's it. So in terms of what we're feeling, if it feels pleasant, that means we're here, we're good, we're in the moment. If it's feeling unpleasant, that means something that's happening in this moment is not good. Maybe it's not, maybe it's the thoughts that we're creating. Maybe it's the actions that are being brought onto us. Maybe it's something I I haven't mentioned yet, right? And um, yeah, I just want to kind of point that out before, because I'm seeing you smiling on the tip of your seat here. (laughs) I know because I really like that you tied this back in and and there's a little bit where I agree with you, but, but there's a little bit that like you kind of touched on and I want to go in a little bit deeper because I kind of disagree and maybe, maybe you didn't share your full opinion on it. So maybe we, we probably won't end up disagreeing. Um, Your, I agree, your emotions are how you're experiencing this present moment. But as we know, our thoughts can trigger our emotions and our emotions can trigger thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? Your emotions are the, are what your, how your body is reacting to what you believe to be happening in this moment. So even if your thoughts are focused on the past or the present, your emotions is your body reacting to that story that you're telling yourself because your body believes that it is your reality right now. And that's Mm. the difference. We need to be able to distinguish the difference between 
our emotions and our thoughts. And we need to start to recognize when our thoughts are triggering certain emotions and when our emotions are triggering certain thoughts, right? Like I think I touched on it on last week's episode, but I had a moment um, the second last week of November where I was not in a good place. And I could sit here today and say, um, maybe I had picked up somebody else's energy and it triggered an emotional response in my body, uh, which then triggered my doubts. And because it triggered my doubts, my doubts started becoming so insanely loud that my emotions were taking over my body. Mm. And I truly believed that I was unable to do anything. My mom was giving me all these suggestions like, why don't you go outside? And my only response was, I can't. I fully believed that I couldn't go outside because my thoughts and my emotions were so heightened that my Mm. body felt like the doubt was my reality. Like it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's so powerful how our mind is like it, it plays such trickery on us. And again, this is why we've, we've created this podcast to create this level of awareness through conversation, because it's important for us to really think about, or even, um, I should say reflect. I I know we're talking about thinking and and all the, and all the things, but I think reflecting, reflecting on how our emotions play such a big role in our life and how our thoughts play such a big role in our life. Because if we get the two mixed up, that's where we a hundred percent live out of alignment because we're making things up that aren't even real, that aren't even related, that are just that, that hamster wheel of effect. Right. And it, it's crazy because it literally does change what we think our current reality is and keyword, what we think it's not what we actually know. Yeah. And we can have all sorts of stories that tell us why we'll never achieve our dreams or our desires or our goals. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself that this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day. And the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. Our past experience tells us that we didn't achieve something in the past. And so we think, well, that's a fact. So it Mm -hmm. has to be proof as to what the future will entail. Right. So I agree with you. I think it's extremely important to become self-aware of your emotions and your thoughts. So you're not leading life from a space where your emotions nor your thoughts are controlling your experience. Instead, you're taking that information, you're processing it, and you're saying, what is actually the truth? Because I know my thoughts can think something's factual, but it's not actually. And I know my emotions can think that something's factual, but it's not actually. And over time, 
our stories get distorted. So mm-hmm. when we're thinking about our past experiences, we may have a memory that we created a story in our mind in that moment of what was happening five years passed, and the story shifted 10 years passed, and the story shifted again. So when you're so worried because of your past experiences, you're worried because of a story that you created that might not actually be factual, but you mm-hmm. believe in your entire being that it is factual. Uh, yeah. And it's funny. Cause I am like living proof to this. And I've learned this. Um, I don't remember where I've, I honestly don't remember where I learned this, but it, it ties in so beautifully to what you just said. And it's this idea of, okay, our mind is not like a tape recorder. It's not, not like a, a VCR for those of you that even know what a VCR is. It's not like you can hit that rewind button and then go play back the exact same scenario that had happened, whether it was through a conversation, whether it was through, like you saw it with your own eyes, whatever it was, but you we cannot do that. Like there's not a tool to do that. The only thing that we can go back on are our memories, but every single time we go back to our memories, we go into our memories with whatever emotion we're currently experiencing. And what happens is when we go into those memories with that emotion that we're currently, currently experiencing, We're bringing that emotion into that previous memory. We're now creating a story based off of how we're feeling from when we revisited that. And each time we do that, we're slightly altering the experience in itself, that memory. And it's, it's impossible for us to revisit the exact same memory if we keep doing that in a negative way. And I love that you had brought this forward because I completely forgot about this, this concept, because it's, it's also it's also a good reason as to why we should not keep revisiting the quote unquote bad things that have happened to us. Because the more often we do that, you know, the the more often when we get into a negative emotion, oh yeah, that negative time had happened. Okay. Well, I'm feeling this way. Well, this also happened. And you're now also, you're like changing the story. And then let's just say you go to regurgitate the story to somebody and you're like, that didn't happen at all (laughs) because we've, we've just now created such a huge storyline for each time we've revisited that memory. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh my God, there's so much in that. That is so true. And we can, if we sit here and take a moment and think of our own experiences, we can see how our own anger affected the way that we perceived a situation, right? When you're in Mm -hmm. an emotion, you can't see from a higher perspective because you're stuck in that feeling. It's the same as the thought, right? And this is something that I truly work on with myself and all of my clients is the idea of, you know, we have to feel the emotion first to release it. So it's not controlling the way that we perceive a situation, whether we're thinking about the past, the future, or the present, the emotions will control the way that we perceive the situation. And I believe that we need to learn how to balance or or bring harmony into stepping away from the emotion, stepping away from the thoughts, stepping into our higher self, whether you want to call that your inner spirit, your true essence, your soul, whatever, stepping into your higher self to see things from that higher perspective. So then you can let love guide you because love is the only thing that's real. And it's that, that 
that peaceful space to be able to say, okay, how can I make a decision that is best for my well-being? Because if we don't take a step back, often fear is guiding us and controlling our experience. And that fear is so closely connected to our pain. Mm -hmm. And we will never perceive the situation from our soul truths. We'll perceive it from a limiting perspective. I love that. Cause if we don't, and going back to like decisions for a second, if we don't create that separation from the emotion in itself, that's how we can create those impulse decisions. And then what happens when we create those impulse decisions? Well, sometimes we regret them and we start talking down on ourselves. Oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. And that's also another way of proving to yourself that you're out of alignment and it's okay that you get out of alignment, but it's now in a matter of, okay, you created that level of awareness. What do you choose moving forward? Do you choose to keep making these rash decisions where you're now doubting yourself and going back against what you said? And, um, or do you want to choose differently, try to create a different outcome, right? But it, it has to boil down from one thing. And that one thing is the level of awareness that you have with yourself. And if you don't have that level of awareness with those emotions and those thoughts, when they do come forward, then we're just going to be driving to Timbuktu and then asking ourselves, how do we get to Timbuktu? <laughs> I love what you said, the, the level of awareness that you have of yourself, because I'm going to disagree with you when you say that impulse, when you make a decision off of impulse, this is where I'm going to tie in human design. Learn what your authority is because, Ange, you're not supposed to make impulse decisions. Me, I am supposed to. Like, my gut is literally in the moment, right here, right now. If it's a hell yes, that's the direction I'm meant to head. If it's anything but a hell yes, it's either not time to act or it's not the right decision. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think everyone human design shows us that everyone is meant to make decisions a little bit differently. And so we're sitting here sharing our own self-awareness and what we've learned on our journey, right? Like rewind back to the beginning of this conversation, how we were talking about creative ideas or thoughts of worry. And we have very different experiences And it's not because one of us is wrong and one of us is right. It's because we are so aware of how we move through those experiences that we know how to show up and support ourselves in those moments. And that's the key. I love that you brought human design into this and I don't want to go on a human design tangent now, but I think that just that comment in itself proves that everybody is different. We're all different human beings. And if we don't know about ourselves to a certain level or a certain extent, it's going to be a lot harder for us to understand how to create different things into our life, right? Like how can we think differently? How can we do differently? How can we feel differently? Well, for doing things that are out of alignment, like for me, for example, I don't, I should not be making impulse decisions because I will go back and forth on that. But Sid just proved it. I'm different. I do make impulse decisions, right? And that could be the same for you guys. And there's, and human design is just one of those tools to help you get yourself back into alignment. And that's why we use human design. And that's why we talk about human design, because we, we always talk about this level of alignment. And if we don't know how to create the level of awareness, well, um, you're welcome. Human design is a tool <laughs> to create that. So I just wanted to kind of throw that in there and 
thank you for that, that preamble of, of disagreeance, because it just goes to show that, yeah, no one's right. No one's wrong. It's just, we have different ways of living and these are our ways. Totally. Totally. And if you're wanting to like learn more about yourself and to strengthen your self-awareness, then you should definitely check out my guidebook, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, because, I created a 2021 guidebook that lead, led us through the year of 2021. And I'm currently in the process of creating the 2022 guidebook. And it is filled with journal prompts that are focused on you learning about yourself. Because the more that you learn about yourself, exactly as you were saying, Ange, then it becomes that much easier to support ourselves. But we've been chatting for a while now. So what do we think about jumping into a card reading? Let's do it. And I'm seeing you hold a deck I have not seen in a while. So um, what deck is this? Because I'm excited. (laughs) I know. It's funny because originally I had pulled out my power animal deck. And then I was like, as I was sitting here waiting for you to hop on, because all my decks are just right behind me here. And I was like, I don't, this one's really calling to me. And I feel like there's going to be a message in this one that we need to hear today. So it is the magical mermaids and dolphins deck by Doreen Virtue. This is actually the very first Oracle card deck that I ever had. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen, we haven't seen that in the podcast in quite some time. Yeah, I know. It's, it's one that I used for my, um, my readings quite a bit. I mean, if, if I'm being called to use it because it has very specific messages. So Mm -hmm. it's not always one, um, that I go to, but, um, sometimes my intuition leads me there. And so today is one of those days. Um, and like I said, this is like, I've had this deck since I was 16 years old and it's, yeah, it, it was my favorite for a long time. So I'm just shuffling up the cards here and just asking for a piece of guidance. You know, what do we need to know as we move through this week? That was interesting because a bunch flipped over, but I wasn't finished shuffling. And as I finished shuffling, a chunk flipped back the right way and one fell on the ground. So, oh, wow. Ooh, this is interesting. Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna shuffle again and get a second card in a second here. Um, but this card is for anyone that's listening that maybe has been receiving a message or has been receiving a knowing, but the doubt has been creeping in or the worry has been creeping in. This card says self-employment. You're a born entrepreneur and your business is surrounded by magical opportunities. So this message is truly for anyone who's had an inkling. They've had a thought. They've been maybe working behind the scenes on creating something or building something. But again, that worry creeps in and that fear of lack, that fear of the future creeps back in. Is this the direction I'm supposed to head? Am I sure? This card is coming forward and is saying, you know, you've received that knowing for a reason. You've received that message for a reason. You've been guided to take action on this direction for a reason. So trust that your business, this idea is surrounded by magical opportunities. So such oh, that a- resonates. I was going to say such a great message for you and I, and a yeah. great message for a lot of people. So again, I'm just going to shuffle up and see if there's anything else 
that we need to know. Now the cards are going crazy because they're like, wait, who else needs a message? No, 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 no. For the collective, all of us, everyone that's listening to this podcast, whenever they are listening to it, what do we need to know? There we are. This card is tranquility. Make time to relax, be still, and enjoy your solitude, indulging in much-needed self-care. This is the time to take care of yourself. This is the time to fill up your cup. We don't need to hustle. Go, go, go. We don't need to pressure ourselves about that future dream that we desire. Say, I got to rush to get there. Your life is happening here and now. Trust that you are moving in the right direction. Trust that your desires and your dreams are unfolding for the highest good. And now take care of yourself. And the beautiful thing that this is coming up with the self-employment card. So if this first card resonated with you, the second card is saying, just because you are self-employed and you have your own business, it doesn't mean that now is the time to rush and get everything done and put your hand in all the baskets and make sure that you're doing everything. You can be an entrepreneur and have these moments of tranquility and take care of yourself, especially because when you're an entrepreneur, your business directly reflects the energy that you carry and the and your your business growth is directly connected to your personal growth as well. It's like one can't be there without the other when you run your own business. So tranquility is so important because when you take care of yourself, it allows you to have more energy, more good energy, uplifted and inspired energy to make aligned, impactful decisions that are filled with purpose and passion in your business. Dang, I'm so glad that there was a second message coming forward because now seeing both of those together, I think tied in so beautifully, especially for everybody listening. I know for myself and I'm sure for you too, Sid. So, wow. Thank you so much for pulling those amazing cards. Now I want to take, take the time and just thank you guys so, so much for being here because this is the final episode where we are in the double digits. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. So I just want to say and share my gratitude for you guys for hopping on to any or all of those episodes from episode number one, all the way through to episode 99, because as Sid and I step into this new phase, this new direction, this new triple digit number, we have so much more to offer. And it's so funny because I had Side note here, I had a girlfriend at the start of my podcast. She says, how are you guys going to keep going? You've already talked about so much. What else are you going to talk about? And I'm like, do you know me? (laughs) I am born to talk. And then of course with Sid, we're chatty Cathy's all together. So 
don't you worry. We are not going anywhere. If anything, we have so much more to offer for you guys. And to, of course, add to that, we also have some wonderful, exciting news happening more on the community side of things. So 2022, look out because Sid and Ange are coming in so freaking hot. And we are so excited to be sharing this magic with you. So with that said, we're going to leave it here on such a positive, happy note. Don't forget to hit that rating button. Don't forget to leave a review. And of course, send us some love, whether it's on IG, on Facebook, or on drop a little hint here youtube let us know and we are just so excited to carry on some magic with you so we love you we're gonna leave it here and we will be chatting at you guys on episode 100 bye everyone